Hi, Ed. Hello, Ross. So How's good to have you back on. Oh, I'm doing Thank great. Thank you for having me. Thank you. How are you doing? It's like, I'm doing wonderful. It's a it's a new it's a new year. I would say it's a new me, but it's really just the same old boring me, just but 2023 version, and uh, it's good. Happy and healthy. That's good to hear. And uh, for the the listeners who have been listening for a while and heard your last episode, first of all, they'll know this is your second time on, and secondly, you'll they'll know that you are now allowed to play with another yo-yo than the one you've been using <laughs> for all of 2022. My cup runneth over. I'm literally awash in uh, in variety and and options, and it's it's kind of the exact opposite issue from uh, a few months ago when uh, when I was restricted to just the one. Now I have the exact opposite problem of like walking around the house and deliberating like which one do I take with me to school, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of kind of ridiculous. But uh, yeah, it's 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 a good problem to have. <laughs> You're just like the rest of us now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, so good. So so for those who might not know, you spent all of 2022 with the eh yo-yo. Um, and not just, correct me if I'm wrong, it wasn't just one model of yo-yo. It was one single yo-yo that you used the whole time, right? That's right. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just the one. I did have, um, I had... <clears throat> a backup version. So I, I when when Colin sent them to uh, to me and to Andre, um, I got two copies of the of the identical decade yo-yo that that I ended up throwing, and then also I had the the uh, prototype that we ended up using. Um, so I had those, and I kept them kind of like outside my locked cabinet, so that in the event of total system failure, I could go to those and still be throwing the same model yo-yo. But uh -huh. um, but no, the the one the one actual yo-yo um, held up really nice. Well, okay, not really nicely, but it, it held up throughout the course of the year, and uh, and it survived to uh, to tell the tale. So, um, you know, we'll count that a win. <laughs> but yeah, it was just the one, just the one physical yo-yo. That's absolutely a win that it that you didn't have to fall back. You got you got to do it the the pure way, you know. <laughs> That's right. Well, actually, yeah. And the first time I did it, I actually um, in 2012, um, I actually lost the original one that I started with. I think I lost it in April. And uh, so I had had, you know, four months on that one yo-yo that, that Steve Buffel from Spy had sent me. And um, I, I was at my daughter's swim team practice and I think I left it on a rock. And uh, I went, I like panicked, went back there to try to find it. Like no dice, oh, it was man. gone. I, I love to think that like this yo-yo that I had like invested so much like of my own like energy in and I, I thought was like, I was treating like it was such this, this big deal, like this epic thing. I love to uh -huh. think that like some kid found it on the playground and like took it home and was like just doing like like ups and downs with it and stuff. Like that that to me actually like really warms my heart. <laughs> so, but this time I didn't lose it, so I, I was really careful. <laughs> we gotta hope, but also just think of that kid just picking it up and be like, "Oh look, just some yo-yo." <laughs> yeah, who cares? It's a yo-yo. Look, it goes down, it comes back up, it works. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it does what it's supposed to oh man uh that that just reminds me I, I did an interview with mark mcbride and i had been spending a long time looking for the rec rev ta1s which is a delrin yoga they put out that few people yeah. like these days really know about but i've been yeah. looking so far and wide 
and I finally was able to find one after like eight years by talking about it on this show. And someone was like, hey, I have one. And I bought one from. No them. kidding. Uh, I walked into Mark McBride's office and sitting on his shelf is a TA1S. <laughs> and, wow. What are the odds? And he's just That's like, pretty- oh, what that? That's a what is that? I don't even remember yeah. what that is. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Exactly. I love that dude. He is such a he is such a character and such a good guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, just that thing of how we assign meaning to these things. That's um, right. No, that's exactly right. Yeah. So so this was a celebration, this event that you did in 2022. This was a celebration of a 10-year anniversary of this yo-yo, which is your your signature with Timber, right? Yeah, correct. Kind of, it's kind of wild because, um, you know, initially, um, so like the story kind of starts in 2011. I went to Canada Nats with with Steve Buffle from who, who ran Spy, and he was my oh. sponsor at the time. And we pressed some um, some wooden yo-yos on his drill press um, just for fun, and um, we we pressed some at a oak, which ended up being really really nice and kind of just fun wooden yo-yos to play with, and so. He and um, and myself and Gary Longoria each kind of had these like kind of bulky uh, wooden yo-yos. They were bigger than a, a no jive, which I was throwing a lot at the time. Uh-huh. And we like laser engraved them in, in like with like stupid nicknames and stuff like in our in his basement. And I brought it home and I was like, man, like I love throwing this thing. Like it's like not just this nostalgically or whatever. It's like or sentimentally. It's like just a really fun little like yo-yo. And I'd played a lot of fixed axle at that point. I was like wouldn't it be like crazy if like, uh, like Steve put out like a wooden yo-yo or like, like what if, what if I like just chose to play the, just this yo-yo for like a really like strangely long time, like for like mm-hmm. all, all next year. And like, I broached that topic to Steve, like kind of like tentatively thinking like he's going to like shoot this down or like, he's going to like, just like say, yeah, that'd be funny. Like whatever. Um, because he was my sponsor and we were like making and selling, you know, metal yo-yos like the flying bee and the Ronin and all the other stuff that he was doing, which was awesome. This was um, spy, right? This is spy. And uh, <laughs> instead he was like, dude, you should totally do that. Like I'll, I'll go into the shop. Um, Cause he, he worked, he worked and works at the for BRC uh, in Calgary. And he was like, I'll go into the shop. And I'll, I'll make you like your own special, like really, really good version of this thing. And I'll send it to you, and um, and you can like, like kind of mark your progress on it throughout the year. It'd be amazing. And I was like, this I did not expect you to like back this in this uh, uh, so uh, so thoroughly, uh-huh. but he did. And so I spent the entire next year just throwing that one yo-yo. And um, you know, back then, um, what we call zero A now or, or or modern responsive, which fixed axle was kind of. Um, uh-huh very different um the trick the trick kind of vocabulary was totally different um there were stalls and there were regions but there weren't really the same there wasn't the same emphasis on doing a lot of tricks within a stall and uh-huh. so um a lot of the stuff that i that i was doing and planned to do that year was just like really 1a challenge stuff on a wooden yo-yo and you know see what i could get away with basically and so um a lot of that year was kind of spent you know doing you know plenty of stall tricks too but but a lot of like like fun kind of long sleeper tricks on that one that would go too. Um, but anyway, yeah. So, you know, over the course of the next 10 years, we Colin uh, Leland of Timber took it over and kind of kept making um, production versions of, of the A. Uh, and like, we did like, man, maybe like a dozen or, or, or maybe 13 or 14 variations on the yo-yo over the next 10 years. And 
you know, this last year, it seemed like um, a no brainer to try to like go back to, to the well and, uh, and do the thing again. And uh, so we made a 10 year anniversary version of the, the, the a kind of incorporating a ton of different, you know, um, uh, variations that we had kind of played with throughout the, the last decade. And uh-huh. that's what I threw this year. So that's the, that's the long and short of it. <laughs> so what are that, that makes me want to ask, what are some of the changes that you made? Oh, like there was, there was a lot. So, um, you know, originally, um, the, uh, the original a was just kind of like, a um, a solid Oak. It was a red Oak, uh, yo-yo. It was, it was take apart. It had, um, uh, like furniture, like set screws inside. And the, the axle was like, um, hemlock, like kind of like a big fat no jive axle, but made of hemlock and, um, it screwed together. And, um, when Colin kind of did it, he was using a slightly different kind of axle setup. He had a thinner walnut axle at the time. So that was one change that was made. And then over the course of the next several years, Colin gravitated to using his wood thread system, which is like what this has got now, uh, where the actual, you know, the threads that hold the yo-yo together are actually part of the axle. They're just walnuts. There's no metal, you know, at all in the system. Mm-hmm. Um, which is really, really cool, really hard to do for him too. It's like a very, very difficult thing to get right and get smooth. Um, so starting from like 2014, they had that axle system. Um, and then um, around 20, one year we did like an exotic run. Uh, so that didn't really structurally change anything. The next year we did um, uh, like a rim weighted design that was a little bit thicker, a little bit larger diameter. Um, and then the following year, right after that, we kept kind of a rim-weighted design, but then we switched to a pocket version, like a thinner version. Um, and somewhere along the lines, we had also done like Spectraply uh, as well. So what we did with this one you had done was, that. first of all, was that what, we did, what we did with this uh, Spectra, Spectraply. Oh, is that Spectra, a, a like new a, material? Like, yeah, new materials. I'm sorry. It's like a, gotcha. like a, a laminated uh, birch veneer, I think. Um, I see. But... Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's really uh, kind of flashy. Um, so with this one, we kind of wanted to go to the original. So we went back to oak uh, for the wood. Um, we kept, we kind of made the, um, the the diameter and the uh, width kind of a synthesis of several different models, kind of taking some of the thinness of the most recent kind of pocket version, um, but making a slightly smaller um, diameter, which was kind of analogous to the original versions. Um, we kept the wood thread design, obviously, um, for the axle. Um, and then I also asked him to kind of play around with a like, kind of like a schmoove groove, like a, um, oh. like a little um, kind of cutaway uh, uh, response area. Um, so we incorporated that. And I didn't know how that was going to work until I got those first protos. But he had been playing around with it with some of his other yo-yos for a while. So I was hopeful. And it worked out great. Uh-huh. Um, and then he incorporated like a, a really cool um, kind of uh, uh, circular cap area uh, around the, in the hub. And it's really fascinating because if you look at it, it looks like the cap is kind of like raised off of the yo-yo, but actually like he's very carefully like angled it so that like the cap is exactly the, um, <laughs> the, the height, I guess, as the rim, like it kind of angles outward. Um, okay. So you don't like, you don't actually get this. Like, it's really hard to like see it unless you're like holding it. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's just a f- fantastically subtle design. The way they cut a little bit of um, of material out away from the the outer rim, um, uh-huh. 
And I, I don't know that it you know gives me any kind of measurable uh, difference in play, but it feels really cool to hold. So, so um, is, the, yeah, this, is the hub further out than the rim, or is the rim further out than the hub? I'm just trying to. They're the same at the very oh, at the wow. very yeah at the very edge of the rim. They're the exact same, but it kind of cuts in, and then the hub uh, protrudes. So like, oh, gotcha. To, to get and, and and it's like a curve. So like to get it yeah. just right is like. Uh, I don't know how he, <laughs> what kind of jig he cut for that, but it's a, yeah. it's a really a brilliant um, a stroke of uh, of craftsmanship for him. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and uh, I think I think that's about a full accounting of what kind of sets this one apart. Uh, I mean, it's it is basically just a wood yo-yo, but uh, but it's got some some special little Easter eggs to it. That's awesome, and still made by timber, right? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and I as of now, I think uh, Colin has kind of gone on hiatus. I don't think that he's uh, got any any plans for the immediate future um, to make oh, additional yo-yos right now. Maybe I know that he had some issues with his tooling, and those are both um, time and cost prohibitive in terms of kind of putting back together uh, and getting it reset up. So um, I, I don't know what his plans are, but um, man, I thank him like for the the ten year run that 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 we did, yeah. and we made a lot of really fun. Not we. He made a really a lot of really fun <laughs> yo-yos and sent, sent them my way, and I got to play with them. So uh -huh. I have to reap the benefit of his uh, his hard work. But absolutely, great dude. I'm I'm sure he he thrived with that promotion, having someone like yeah, you I, using those. Maybe I don't know, but uh, and I also I should like note that you know a huge driving force in the whole process was um, was Andre Blule from Yo-Yo Expert, who like oh, really? from oh totally from year one he was the one who really said like like with you doing this thing for this this year like it's a really neat story and like he really likes yo-yos that kind of have a, a story that kind of have like a i don't know a, a, a purpose or kind of a drive behind him and um he was the one absolutely who kind of was like we need to make this happen as a production kind of thing and like year after year he was the one to kind of initiate it and be like you know hey uh let's uh let's do another run let's see what we can do like in you know in this material or see if colin's up for this and like uh, uh -huh. So it was always a three, a three, you know, person conversation. And uh, that's another one, um, just one of so many just amazing people in yo-yoing that like drives so much, uh, a lot of time, like kind of under the radar and behind the scenes. But Wow. Yeah. What a story. So, so how, how do you think that this year's experiment compared to the last time that you did it 10 years um, ago? Well, for, for one, 10 years ago, like I said, um, yo -yo, fixed axle yo-yo was so different. Um, so now there were there were all these tricks that kind of I had ready-made, like both tricks that I had done, you know, a bazillion times in the 10 years since. And that all, like, I have friends who have done and who are constantly kind of like pushing the boundaries of fixed axle yo-yoing too. So there's a lot of like, you know, inspiration and cross-pollination of, of cool ideas that I could kind of rely on, which kind of made it a little bit I think a little bit easier and kept it a little bit fresher um, because there was just so much work to do. Um, whereas in 2012, it was like, well, I guess I'll try and hit like, you know, um, you know, seasick on this or, um, you know, white Buddha on this or whatever, and just see like where I could take it in terms of a long sleeper or one, a kind of context. Um, or I could play around with some of the nascent, you know, stall tricks, but now there's just so many. Yeah. Uh, uh, stall elements to play with so that was one thing um, but also I think that like I was just in a, a place where 
it wasn't as big a deal to me, you know, having done it once, um, like it was really just kind of a spur of the moment decision. Like, Oh yeah, I'll do that again for a year. Like it, it like <laughs> in, in 2012, it felt like this, like this like epic thing somehow, like, Oh, I'm going to like, you know, like, like I'm slaying a dragon or some ridiculous thing. Like, no, I'm playing, yeah. with, playing with a wood yo-yo for you. And I think this year it's really like I had already kind of lived it and I recognize that it's really not a big deal. Like it's like it's really not giving something up. You know, a lot of people that like um, talk to I talk to about it are kind of surprised about it. They're like, oh, man, what a what a crazy thing to like have all these yo-yos and then like elect not to play them. It's like, yeah, but like, you know, I only play one at a time anyway. Like it's not it's not yeah. a big deal. Like, I mean, it's I just I'll just play with this one. And, um, you know, one of my. One of my favorite um, bass players uh, says that the reason why he's really good at playing playing bass is because every time he heard a different you know musician on a different instrument, like he heard a really great pianist or he heard a really great drummer, a really great you know trombone player, rather than like go off and try to learn those instruments, he tried to like emulate you know those in instruments mm. on his instrument on, on you know bass, which is kind of an unlikely instrument to. Um, you know, play piano on. <clears throat> and I feel like that's kind of like where I was at with this yo-yo. It's like, I couldn't do all of the tricks that I was seeing on, you know, Insta or TikTok or whatever with this wood yo-yo, but I could like try to feel the same way about the tricks that I was seeing. You know, I could try yeah. to like, like do an, an analog of, you know, the, the tricks that I was seeing and um, kind of elicit that, that same kind of vibe or that same kind of feeling. And that's, that's enough. You know what I mean? It really, really like literally is, um, you know, I would, I would like bring my yo-yo to school and like, you know, my kids would like be on TikTok and they'd be like, Hey, do, do the, do the DNA trick, do the DNA. And I'm like, like in my head, I'm like, this yo-yo does not do the DNA, but like this yo-yo does, you know, uh, UFO and it does tape measure and it does UFO and tape measure. And it sure looks <laughs> like the DNA. And, yeah. and those kids were like, that's it. I can't believe you can do the TikTok trick. It's like, yes, yeah. I, can, I, can, I can do the TikTok trick. Very good. <laughs> oh, so like, man. you don't have to like, it, it can be, it can be close enough. You know what I mean? As long as yeah. it gives you uh, the feeling that you're, um, you're playing in a way that feels fresh and new, you can do it on anything. You know, I could do this on a, on a have the same meaning on a $2, you know, thing that I found at, um, you know, the, uh Walgreens or whatever and it would be just as as meaningful I think that literally just solved the problem for me you telling me that first of all that <laughs> that bass player story is incredible and second of all <laughs> uh like that's just so applicable to so many things I like to talk about on this show um but the other thing is I once was caught outside of a pizza store with a bunch of kids who were like hey can you do the DNA with that thing and I was sitting there <laughs> with a speeder two which has caps going like all the way yeah. on the hub okay. there's no well, way I to do it like... and right. i i told them no and that i could usually do it on a different yo-yo but i totally know how to do like a sideways bind and then yeah. just like i've done that before i don't know why i didn't yeah. think to do that so had i yeah. done what you have done and and just sat there with a <laughs> with a with a fixed axle like it's just an example of the kind of things that you can learn by doing this is is by forcing those limitations on yourself you right you you expand you go deeper into the base that you're playing 
and you right. you figure out how to make it do the things that you need it to do, even if at first glance you might not think that you're able to. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, like the like the kids at school. Like if I did, if I had you know um, a, a you know DNA tornado bind uh, capable you know unresponsive yo-yo, and I did it with that, they 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 honestly wouldn't have thought any more of it than yeah. if I had done, you know, the side to side wonder, you know, cheating <laughs> version, which is patently not, you know, what they were asking for, but like, they, yeah. they don't know. And to me, you know, it's still a really good feeling trick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> awesome. So, um, let's see. Uh, you you were saying that your your yo-yo had started to kind of wear down a little bit. What yeah? What kind of things did you do to make sure, first of all, that you didn't leave it at another uh, swimming meet, and second, uh, just like what kind of maintenance did, did was there ever a time that you needed to like like fix something or add some like wood filler or anything like that? Yeah, I I, I am not um I'm not delicate with my yo-yos i'm careful uh, with them. i don't i really don't lose yo-yos that that one yo-yo is like maybe one of like two or three in my life that i've i've lost um but i'm i'm not delicate with them and i, I was definitely kind of worried that this thing would not survive the year and it did okay i mean like i i am you know again as a school teacher i'm constantly like walking the dog or handing it to a to a you know eight-year-old and like letting them like go go to town um, and I, it's really important to me, like, not to live in a way that, like, prohibits that. Like, if I'm ever in a position or I'm, if I'm ever, if I ever become the person who, like, you know, uh, a second grader asks me to, you know, lend them my yo-yo or to let them try it. And I'm like, what are you, crazy kid? Like, Colin Leland made this, like, boutique, like, handmade, like, wooden yo-yo. Like, you can't, you can't, like, if I'm ever that person, like it's time to hang it up. You know what I mean? Like uh -huh. it's time to, it's time to take a step back and, and uh, find something else to, to use my time for. Cause that's not, that's not who I am. Um, so yeah, the answer, you know, when anybody wants to see walk the dog is always like, absolutely. And it doesn't matter what the ground is like. So the yeah. CEO had to be up for that. And it was, yeah. um, it took a lot of chunks, took a lot of, a lot of dings uh, off the rims. Um, but it's, it's still played, you know I mean? It's still, played really smooth um up until around like september um when i didn't <laughs> lose the yo-yo but i did leave the yo-yo in my jean pocket and then washed it i washed my Ooh. jeans um yeah and uh, i noticed it when i took them from the, the washer you know I, I i didn't try these particular jeans but once i took it out of the washer um i noticed the lump and i was like oh no. shit <laughs> and i reached into the pocket and i pulled pulled out the yo-yo and I, I could tell like right away like it was like so like oddly surreally like swollen and like like uh, you know i i was i kind of gingerly like experimented like taking the the halves apart and unscrewing it and like you could just feel like the wet axle just kind of like like turning yeah. with me like it wasn't like it was like just flexing yeah, it was not a good feeling. So I, I set it down and I was like, okay, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this for for several hours and then I'll, I'll see what's what. And I took yeah. it to school and it seemed to have dried out considerably. And uh, I tried taking it apart and the axle just like shredded, just like, you know, came apart like, like, like wet paper. 
And um, so I just had my two yo-yo halves there. I was like, well, crumb. Um, <laughs> and uh, when I got back home, um, you know, everything had kind of like, uh, you know, again, swollen and then kind of solidified. So there was like no extracting like the, the walnut axle parts or the caps from the half of the yo-yo. Like it, it was like completely like inextricable and totally locked. So I ended up having to like take a, like a drill and I had to drill through the, um, the caps, like straight through them and kind of like break them apart. Like I use like a, you know, like a leather man, like a Swiss knife kind of, kind of like broke apart the caps from, you know, the, uh, the inside and was able to kind of pry them off. But I was like really confident this was the end. Like there was no way like the threads that are so delicate are going to survive this. And yeah. with the exception of, um, there's a, there's a, well, okay, let's see. There's a substantial chunk missing, um, you know, from the, uh, oh, like on dear. the rim over here. It's like a big, big, it looks like, looks, looks like I bit it. Um, yeah. And then there's also a- um, Where'd that one come from? Just from that thing. process, actually, oh, yeah, from yeah. That, it kind of broke off uh, through, from that process. Um, and then there's a substantial, this is the, the, the weird one, um, like on the schmoove groove right here, it just kind of like stops and like indents. And um, oh, that's right, that's right in the response area. So like that um, definitely started to impact play. Um, for, for people listening, it's like if on a, on a, on a unresponsive, the pad well, if like a chunk just got cut out of that pad well, <laughs> you're yeah. just like, you have most of a circle and then like yeah. a little Pac-Man. And then just, then it just opens into the oblivion of like the bearing. And the nice thing about playing a fixed axle is there's no bearing. So there's no place for the string to kind of slide between. Yeah. It's just the axle, but but it's still something to, for the string to rub against all the time. Um, so that, that introduced a little bit of vibe, but um, really it's still, um, functionally very smooth one other thing that i noticed yeah. I know by, by, by like november or december was like um the the threading had kind of like suffered to the extent that like it, it was flying apart uh, after like a lot of seriously hard throws um you know i have a, a really methodical process for getting these to, together and to stay together and i'm usually really successful at it but like yeah by the end of the year it was like definitely like showing its age and and, and giving up so um i you know respectfully uh you know, gave it my salute and then gave it its honored place on the shelf uh, as of uh, January 1st. <laughs> it's wow. been happy there. <laughs> that's incredible. And that's so, just kind of, it goes with the territory of like, yeah. you know, you're going to play one yo-yo for the year. It's it's going to suffer and you're just going to learn to work with it. I mean, you know, that's, that's what you do. And it was brand new when you started or was that an older mm -hmm. one? Wow. Oh no, brand brand stinking new. Yeah. And that's actually kind of a I still have a brand new one, you know, that I can kind of like look at, you know, next to it. And it's really cool to kind of like have a visual, you know, uh reminder or, or you know, kind of a tactile like example of like what a year does, you know, like what yeah, what a full year of me and my like sweat and grossness and you know, um the, the way that I play kind of like gives itself to to a physical object like this and what the result is. Yeah, how it changes over time. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some people at my yo-yo club that treat strings that way, but they don't do it as an experiment. <laughs> but they love no, it. They swear by it. They're like, oh, oh yeah, this so oily, barely able to flex. This is great. This is exactly how I like it. <laughs> yeah, I see that at school too. Like, I don't know what it is about like these like these like middle schoolers that like just just like dude, just buy a hundred string and just change yeah. it. Like, you know, just like 
three times a week, man. Cause like the, the, uh, you give them a string, you give me like a new, like brilliant, like, you know, glowing yellow zip line string. And like, uh-huh. I swear within like four minutes, it's like, like mostly kind of like brown and like, just like, like not at all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Which itchy. great chance to just shout out your sponsor. Uh, so uh, not Sochi. Thank you. <laughs> they worked with Sochi Zipline. Uh, who I have yeah. tried Alpha Line, and it's a very, very good alternative to the other bulk strings out there. I I really enjoyed Thanks. it. Yeah. It's very whippy, very, very bright. Uh, it would definitely glow bright under UV for people who are interested in that. Uh, and and uh, yeah, it's dense but not too thick, not too thick, but still yeah. thick. It's around the same thickness as Kitty Fat, I believe. Uh, I I just talked to the guy right. the other day. <laughs> uh, with Jeremy uh yeah i believe so yeah 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 he's oh he's awesome and uh yeah he also um the the cotton string that they make uh works really really well with this particular yo-yo and with with fixed axles in general uh so definitely um the the first really good boutique um you know cotton string that i've played that's really awesome made this year really really uh feel a lot better (laughs) wow i didn't know that they that they were doing that uh the cottons yeah, they break. They take a long time to break in, but then they they last for a really like an obscenely long time for a cotton string. Like they are, if you if you keep your hands clean, they will. You know, <laughs> so in a middle schooler's hands, the last uh, yeah yeah they don't twenty minutes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give them the cotton strings now. Yeah, no, also, I, give, for, I give them the regular cotton string. <laughs> for anyone listening, going like, why does this elementary schooler sound like he's not in elementary school and is a teacher? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's a i i've just been realizing you're, you're saying like oh at school when i'm at school <laughs> when i'm talking to the second i'm like oh wait um so awesome so so how did this uh this year-long experiment what did it kind of change about or kind of have any effect on your outlook on yo-yoing or your approach or your attitude or your direction of your yo-yoing I think some of those things like we kind of already, um, you know, talked about, I think like the fact that it was, that it was easy, um, you know, the fact that it wasn't kind of like in, in my way, um, kind of let me continue to try to approach it from like the standpoint of this is just my yo-yo, you know, this is just my, my normal, like kind of every day. And I'm, I'm a big proponent of of absolutely playing every day like trying to take you know some time to to just take a session and um even if it's like just a few minutes you know at the end of the day or whatever um but i feel like uh just having the same yo all the time um the consistency of it made me kind of feel like i was um or maybe conned me into the belief that i was playing like myself like playing kind of authentically um you know, I don't know that 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 that's true or that that's even a thing, um, but I I felt like I was kind of settling into myself because there wasn't the distraction of so many different types of videos or so many different types of styles. Um, I am not I'm the kind of person that uh, I I do better um, if I kind of strip layers away as opposed to kind of build on top of um myself and, and or, or add activities or kind of augment things and make them you know add, add a complexity um and you know uh i have a tendency 
to add complexity kind of to my own detriment. Um, and it's true when I talk too. like the more, the more words I'm saying, you know, the, a lot of times like the less substance there is and the, the, okay. the less like, the less I seem like I know what I'm talking about. Um, and I definitely feel that as, as a teacher too. Uh -huh. But with, with throwing, it's, it's the same thing. If I, if I can kind of like go to the simplest kind of most basic kind of formula of yo-yoing and, and see what I'm doing uh, with that, it feels yeah. like what comes out is kind of more, you know, authentically or more obviously, you know, me. And if I can accept me at that level, then I, you know, I feel it's a good feeling. It's a, it's refreshing. Well, if any of your Instagram posts are you at your most basic, then I would, I think my <laughs> eyes would melt <laughs> seeing you at, at the most complex because, and this is, this is fully a plug for your Instagram. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen Ed's Instagram, there's just some of the best fixed axle stuff. Um, and just some of the best yo-yoing in general, because and I think spending that year with that one to with that one yo-yo, like it clearly became an extension of yourself and any abilities that you had were then further refined by just knowing exactly how that yo-yo works specifically. Well, uh, for sure. Um, I, but I, I very much appreciate that, that, uh, this very, those are very kind words. Um, yeah. And I, 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 that's, yeah, I don't know how to respond to that really, but, um, I, I do, I do think that like, you know, it's a really worthy practice to like try throwing, not necessarily a fixed axle yo-yo, but like, just try to like, you know, get to know one yo-yo really, really well. Um, and just kind of <clears throat> look at like who you are with that with that variety kind of stripped away a little bit. And yeah. um, I think you get a kind of a clearer picture of the things you like to do and how you like to play. And yeah. um, I, specifically, um, you know, I, um, I went to my first contest since um, uh, Worlds 2019, since, since the pandemic. Um, and it was a uh, Florida State uh, yo-yo contest in, um, in December. So at the end of kind of my, 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 experience my experiment with this one yo-yo and um you know i hadn't done like the last time i'd done that was was 2012 and it was like you know i went to a bunch of contests in 2012 with it but i had forgotten how how strange it is to go to a contest and to roll up with like one fixed axle yo-yo and everybody's you know and i was judging the contest but i was also like hanging out a lot and like getting to see some really really killer tricks both on stage and just all around the contest hall and of course all i've got is this i've got this fun fixed axle yo-yo <laughs> yeah um, you know, it's just different. It's it, and I really, really recommend um, going to a contest and only bringing one. You know, just try it and like, or go to a go to a club meet. You know, and just just yeah. play the one yo-yo and like, don't participate in, um, you know, the the infinite variety uh, that's that surrounds you and and don't like worry about like the like the fear of missing out. Um, yeah, because like if you can absolutely still like roll up there with like one woody and like still participate in the yo-yoing and still like feel like you're um like you're involved and part of it and you know even quasi you know relevant um it's a really that's a really cool uh feeling and again i think brings you back to the whole like you know what even am i um as a player if i don't if i don't have this kind of like crazy constellation of of awesome toys yeah which something even more practical that people could 
which not to say that's not practical, like absolutely do that. But it's something that I think could be a step in that direction is a lot of mm -hmm. times we go to contests and I eat like the last nationals I went to, I was just like, Oh, COIW booth. I'm going to get this one. I'm going to get this one. I'm going to get this one. I'm going to get the, I think I ended up with like six different yo-yos, all the B grades. I wasn't spending too, too, too much. Um, yeah. But like what would probably have been better would be to treat the contest as an opportunity to try a lot of different yo-yos and then had I just like promised to myself, I'm going to get one, the one that's really good. And if it's not available yeah. at the end, I'll go find it in the secondhand market when I get home. Cause, yeah. cause that's, it's just a great opportunity to, to go and, and like practice that restraint, which I think is yeah kind of the, yeah. it, to some extent, it's like at the core of what you were doing, which was one year of mm -hmm. practicing restraint, which is <laughs> incredible. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's not like. I want to reiterate it. It's I I don't feel like some kind of monk or something, you know, oh, yeah. going off into the into the mountains and like you know living some like contemplative you know life. You know, restricting myself to like I, it's not like that. It's it, I still yeah. very much I'm still on Instagram. I still feel very much feel like I'm plugged in and part of you know the the scene. But yeah, I think you're right. I think that there's a certain um, tendency among you know, yo-yo players are just, maybe just people in general to kind of constantly try to acquire. We're either trying to acquire, um, you know, um, new hardware, new, new toys, uh, or we're trying to acquire new software. We're trying to acquire, you know, new tricks. We're trying to acquire yeah. new, you know, like, like new, um, new ideas. And we, we are very acquisitive about, you know, those, those those things we treat even ideas as like material possessions sometimes and yeah i do think that like kind of removing yourself from like one part of that is is helpful because it helps you to kind of just be at home with with something that's static you know in a way that maybe like we is not our normal way you know we normally were like we got collect collect acquire acquire get all the stuff and yeah. uh there's there's you miss something when um when you're constantly thinking in those terms and i i, I know because i've done that a lot you know I, I i do that a lot um and that's one thing that kind of took a back seat in this last year for sure that it it wouldn't be an episode of kill your yo-yo if i didn't bring up a random magic uh connection and no, no. that's something please, i experienced please. i i for a lot of the last like three or four years i've been collecting magic books and magic literature and magic videos and and memberships to different like like websites that have a bunch of videos like sort of like netflix but for for magicians to geek out over and mm -hmm. when you have that giant range of stuff to look at it's so hard to learn any one thing and to just sit down and be like all right i'm gonna learn david roth's hanging coins i'm gonna learn it which if you haven't seen that go look it up on youtube it's only a minute long and it's really good <laughs> and i'm trying to learn it uh but like it's so, and some of the best magicians have said, if you want to get really good, take one book, any one of those one books and read it from bottom to top and memorize everything in there and learn exactly how that magician thought and how they were able to succeed with those thoughts and how they applied those thoughts into those tricks and then how those tricks influence their thoughts. Because you can walk that same path if you're willing to to be selective and and show restraint and not just like start throwing your brain left and right 
Yeah. Because there's and so in, much. In an, in an infinitely Googleable and YouTubeable world, you know, that yeah. becomes more and more rare, you know, to like kind of see something, you know, and to read a book cover to cover or to, you know, to, to think about like something in a, a really linear way, like we're, we're very, yeah. we become a very tangential people because like we get an idea and then we, we go and see where this idea leads and then we see where that idea leads and like, you know, that, that's, that's okay. It's, that's a, that's a great gift to be able to do that too. Um, but oh. also being able to, you know, have the restraint to kind of turn it off and, and just focus on one thing is, is itself a really, um, a really great gift and one that you can, you can develop, you can practice. That's excellent. Um, so we're, we're getting actually close to the end because this is just a follow-up from uh, about this, uh, right. this experiment that you went on. Uh, and one thing I want to try to do, which I don't know when, because right now I'm on this quest to try to, to get through prelims and then do a, a zero point final or might not end up being a zero point final. This I'm just talking to my viewers now, <laughs> uh, but it, it might end up being just me doing something that I want a freestyle to look like on stage, Yeah, uh, which might end up scoring points after all, but we'll see. Uh, point is, that's my goal right now, but I, I really want to try, I had this idea to try to do a year of going lefty. Uh, mm -hmm. And for anyone who plays left-handed, that would be going righty uh, in case you aren't aware. Uh, <laughs> and so, but uh, no, so just using my non-dominant hand instead of my dominant hand for a year uh, yeah. because it's just, it. I've always had this feeling that if I want to feel what it's like to be a beginner, I use my left hand uh, to, to remember how hard it is to, to learn boingy boing and mm -hmm. to learn like follows and revolutions is way harder but if I can do that and if I can get to the point where I'm as experienced with my left hand as I am with my right hand, then like 3A isn't even a challenge at that point because <laughs> you just have perfect control over over both hands. Like and so much else could open up that I don't even that I'm not even aware of. And so seeing you do this is like it's like one day I, I think I'd really like to try to do that. Um, yeah. And I can't this year, but I can soon. I think the big the big thing is um it takes a <clears throat> slightly obsessive personality maybe like slightly yeah. pathologically like um uh willing to kind of set a stupid or seemingly stupid goal and then sticking with it uh -huh. um like to, to a fault um and like i i am definitely the kind of person that like um if i get it in my head that like i'm gonna do something and I kind of like, I, I can cut it out completely or I can like, you know, I, I can't do it halfway. You know, and if I give mm -hmm. myself like even a remote, you know, um, escape hatch, um, then I'll yeah. take it. Um, but if like something like this, where it's like something really simple, you know, like where it's like, I'm just using this one. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just, it. there's no way I'm going to, you know, deviate from that or I'm going to like, going to cheat. I mean, it's like, um, but I think that it requires like having talked to a lot of people who have like, you know, called me crazy or who have, you know, tried it, who have kind of like started uh, a similar thing and then um, decided it wasn't for them. Um, you know, I recognize that like it ain't for everybody. Um, yeah. But I, I love the, the left-handed idea is a really cool one. And, and like, cause like, you know, a lot of um, just a lot of the joy um, in yo-yoing comes from like the, like just beginning and feeling like a beginner, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. a lot of us are like running this huge race to like, throw off the, the 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 mantle of 
beginner, but like, man, like that's, those are my, my best memories, you know, just like yeah. learning like total, like basic fundamental, like, like core concepts and knowing that, that I, I still rely on and, and maybe don't think about concrete anymore. Um, I yeah. think it's a really cool, really cool way to experience that again, or maybe you don't experience it again. Maybe there would be like things that like you would do left-handed and you would expect them to be, you know, um, really challenging and really foundational and maybe you'd already get them, you know, and that would be cool too, to find out like which, which pieces, which elements actually came more naturally to you than you might expect. Um, yeah. so that's, that sounds awesome. I'd be on board, but um, this year I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to play normal. <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> you should do the next 10 years normal too. Uh, oh my God. We'll see. Um, uh, so yeah, the, there was last time that we talked, I got two more questions. This is the first <laughs> one. Uh, last time that we talked, you were, oh, three more questions. Uh <laughs> You're talking about this we came across this point that i talk about a lot on the show which i call the web it's like you start at one point uh which on the tree of life it's like the slime that climbs out of the ocean and then that slime depending on how you go on the tree of life it could either end up being an ostrich or an octopus this is the exact analogy that i used on the last episode uh is in case people have heard it before um so at any point on that tree of life you can go left or right and you can become a bird you could become a sea creature you could become a land mammal like there's all these different switches um and it's it's all a a, a big uh web all connected you know what sure. i'm talking about um yeah. fractal is is another word uh mm -hmm. so there's different decisions that you can make and different like things that can totally change like a little thing changed towards the beginning can have huge effects way further down for example I chose to do more flowy style yo-yoing from the beginning and that totally impacted the kinds of tricks that I do now. Uh, whereas like Hiroyuki Suzuki clearly made a, a choice to do more speed and, and that influenced who he became. Uh, is there any like things that you stumbled upon in your, in your year, either this time or last time that like, you found and that you were like oh this totally this is like a totally new change and this is going to completely affect how yo-yo from now on i mean like lifelong i mean the the one that sticks out is obviously the the trapeze stall and i mean i can totally remember being in my kitchen um this would have been 2006 maybe 2005 and i was on a, a no jive and um i was like i think i was filming a, a trick um uh, on like my old like digital camera and you know I was doing a breakaway and the yo-yo snapped back and, uh, you know because I was being careless and it kind of snapped back and happened to land on the string in trapeze stall and I happened to you know kind of roll with it and kind of like you know push it back out into a regen and brought it back to the hand and I remember like thinking like how cool that was and also like how um how uh uh, I could repeat it, you know, I could do it again. And uh, it was that I could like throw it. And I, I remember like for the first like few months, I was probably like throwing trapeze stalls really hard, like throwing them intentionally snagging and just landing it like this, like oh. shock and awe, like kind of like landing. <laughs> uh, and then like, you know, re regenerating. And then like eventually I kind of realized like, wow, you don't have to, you can throw this incredibly softly and it still does the exact same thing. Um, yeah. But that, in, that initial trapeze stall um, and, uh, and how to, 
you know, had a link from one, you know, combo to another combo through it was a huge, like, you know, kind of fractal point where it like kind of took me from going in one direction and like it was like man i can dedicate like a lot more time to fixed axle and like treat it like it's actually something new and if not like yeah you know conceptually new to everybody then at least new to me like this is like territory that i don't i don't know what's next and yeah. um that happened again when drew uh initially uh hit the kickflip too because then it was mm -hmm. like the actual core content of the the tricks could happen in the stall you know they yeah. didn't have to be like, the stall wasn't like some intermediary thing between you know one a one a combo and then another like you know one a thing or a front style thing and a side style thing it was like the cool how many cool tricks could we come up with where the yo-yo was static and then mm -hmm. you know restart it and get it back to the hand um and that that was another kind of like total paradigm shift for me um and without those two things, I can't even, you know, imagine like how I'd be, how I'd be playing. Um, Steve, Steve Buffel and uh, his willingness to explore the whole 2012 thing was, would be another one. Like, like he kind of like his, his, you know, be, being a benefactor of mine uh, in that way was like so huge. Um, as was Andre and Collins, you know, advocacy for, for the, the A project as a continuing thing. Um, in terms of this past year, um, it's tougher because like, you know, I'm still so close to it that I don't really know, um, you know, how I would have approached it, you know, if, you know, I can't really apply like if then scenarios to it because I feel like I'm still in it almost. I'm not, but I, I feel like I am. Um, I think um, there were a couple of, you know, times when I, when I tried tricks that were harder than I expected um and kind of like not so much where the trick went but like my response to to the challenge of it my my like response to like getting angry at a trick that i couldn't hit or my response to like um like kind of find my way through that mm -hmm. i think that kind of made me into a more relaxed version of myself this year i think that like i was a little bit more like willing to accept like my own um limitations or my own failures mm -hmm. um through a lot of tricks that that I tried to hit on on the CIO and you know um, you, you know either I couldn't or had to downshift a little bit um, you know I, I've never really been good at like saying like oh well I'm, that's that's not accessible to me today you know that's not part of my that's not part of my practice like like you say in like in yoga or whatever yeah. um, but I think I think this year I got better at that and I think that that willingness to kind of like say okay this idea like I can shelve for for now and I can try in this other direction. I think that willingness actually um, in, impacts my approach to yo-yo and impacts where where I'll go next, which you know I, I I don't know and I don't care to know. But um yeah, but I think that would be kind of more of an internal example of like like how my feeling changed this year. That's excellent. Perfect <laughs> answer. Oh my god. Hey, thanks. Second to last one is what was it like unlocking that box and what was the first yo-yo that you played with? So it's a two-part question. <laughs> that was a weird question. That's that's a weird one because um it wasn't it wasn't I who did it. My my son had hidden the key for me. Um ah. I, I'd given my 14-year-old my son the um the key to the bot to the, the cabinet. Um and so I and it's transparent so I could see in, I could see all the yo-yos, but I, I couldn't access them. 
<laughs> but uh, he actually had a um, a midnight run. He had a um, uh, a twelve a.m. like ten k or something that he was doing. Um, so and I went with him. I took him to it. And um, so he opened the thing at like eleven o'clock or something, and like I would point, I pointed out like several yo-yos, and he kind of took them and put them in a bag and took the bag to the Whitewater Center uh-huh. where he did his run. And so like he was running, and I was like sitting there like at, at midnight, and everybody goes Happy New Year, like all the people were, running. <laughs> and I'm like Yay! And so my first yo-yo I threw um, at the Whitewater Center on my own um, with everybody like looking at like who's this idiot with like five or six yo-yos? So weird. Um, was was the end uh, part two uh, the unknown version um, from uh, RSO and Doc Pop, and I think I also had um, a one drop um, panorama. Um, I had a no jive because uh, just a regular kind of classic in no jive was like one of the few yo-yos that I really did miss throughout the yeah. year. Very I remember you feeling. telling me about that in the yeah, last episode yeah. too. I know you love that. They just they just hit different, so to speak. Yeah. um and then um oh and uh, the the taiji two uh from few and far between which i actually received um from the florida state uh for for judging i got a, a oh wow taiji two so i had to kind of like put that um uh, not in but on the the shelf uh on the thing in the box so i finally mm-hmm. got to unbox that and uh, and check it out and it was really good it was oh, wow. i really like what it plays very cool little fun video so those were the those were the first maybe five that I kind of threw. Um, and it was very, very strange. And I would say uncomfortable, like initially yeah. that was sort of like a, a bearing unresponsive video, like, like how do my hands work? Like, like how do like, how, like it's still going, you know? And like, <laughs> what are they, um, trying to like desperately trying to remember like, like picture tricks, you know, like, which are oh, such yeah. a, like all of my favorite tricks are, are picture tricks. And like, it's just like, <laughs> you just completely forget like how the segments kind of come together and like how, like what the symmetry is with, uh, with, yeah. your, with your hands. Um, but um, that was definitely a, a, a fun process to kind of just play around with, but I'm sure I, I looked as stupid as I felt. <laughs> I I didn't even consider that it, it had to be New Year's Eve when you, when this yeah. happened, that's yeah, that would only make sense. Yeah. What a, what yeah. a good way to bring in the new year. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was interesting, especially like on a trail run. <laughs> it was great. Like yeah, it was it was cold and wet. <laughs> great conditions for yo-yoing. We all know Definitely. humidity Definitely. and and cold temperatures always help. Yeah, <laughs> not 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 good bedfellows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So last question, twenty twenty three or uh, twenty thirty two. Twenty thirty two. Right. 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 When may I may I be so lucky. <laughs> yeah i feel I, like tomorrow let alone 2032 is promised to no man but uh yeah i mean like i would i mean would i do it again I, yeah i'd do it again in a heartbeat like i said earlier you know in the in the conversation i mean it's like it's just not that big a deal you know i mean like it, it it's 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 definitely been you know i have enough beta on it now that like i mean I, I think it would not be a, a trouble to, especially like, you know, grab and grab a no jive and do it for, for a year or, you know, or something else. I, I don't know. Like uh, I, I would totally be willing to, to broach it again. And I would definitely like advocate, you know, someone who has a personality type that like it, you know, suits to, to try something like it. Um, mm-hmm. try, try a little restriction, but yeah, I, I would go back to that. Well, for sure. It's fun. 
it's you get you get to know uh your own yo-yoing in a maybe a slightly uncomfortable kind of way but it's uh it's it's a it's a good feeling at the end of it and felt feels very um vindicating to, to see it through so that's awesome well yeah that's what i got that's what i got <laughs> that's <laughs> that's about it. That's Sorry. the end of the list. That's the end of the, that's, I guess that's the end of the episode. Um, One thing I just want the, the listeners to remember is that, that base story, dude, that's so good of the, the base yeah. player. Like that's just. Yeah. Vic- Victor <laughs> Wooten is, is his, is his name. And, uh, and like the way that he plays too, like you, you can absolutely like hear it. You can be like, Oh my God, like that's, that's him playing, you know, playing piano or that's him playing, you know, violin or mandolin or you know um you can kind of like pick out that like you don't have to you know travel across the world to experience something exotic or unique you know what i mean all all real daring um starts here you know starts starts where you are with what you got um so you can you can make that just as real with a you know single wood yo-yo as you can with um you know really any discipline i think yeah good uh good thing to remember right on <laughs> well perfect ed you are you're Thanks, welcome Ross. back anytime it's always a pleasure to have you if you ever find yourself with like oh i got this great idea to share let me know <laughs> oh and, i'll uh, hit you up yeah excellent <laughs> having you back thank you thank you happy new year and uh yeah i wish you all the best you as well all right see you around rock on bye-bye